I don't know. Some... It's so romantic. Here's what's romantic. Okay. The effort. Ryan Gosling yes. wrote a letter to her every day in the notebook. That's true. Adam Sandler tried 50 times to get a first date. Like That's true. That's, that's fucking true. romantic. That's fucking That's true. I I you but listen. At this Sarah, point in my relationship, if Michael goes and brings me Taco Bell on the way home from work, that's like that's <laughs> that's like him trying to listen, me. Listen, you know I'm primarily attracted to men who don't talk to me. <laughs> Like, I, I, I don't know how else to describe this to you, but, like, I, I obviously don't like effort. <laughs> I love effort. Let me tell you, there is nothing hotter than someone trying to me. I wish that When I see someone, me. like, trying their best, oh, my God. You're over lit all right hey everybody welcome back welcome to to, to all, all the rom-coms we've, we've loved before. before i'm sarah kelly and i'm christina archer and we're drinking wine we're, we're hanging out we're relaxing and we're watching movies yeah guess what we're watching this guess week? what guess what <laughs> you think they're gonna guess I don't think anyone's going to get it based on your hint. Oh, it's a funny hint, though, if you are it, a huge... Yeah, it was a funny hint that I did not understand <laughs> until I rewatched this movie. <laughs> because this week we watch... 51st Dates. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Guess who requested this one? I'll give you, you? a hint. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> also, this week I found out, fun fact, your first fun fact of the mm. evening, if you mm. will, Adam Sandler is a fellow Virgo. Yeah, our Virgo king. Who else could make such a perfect movie other than 51st Dates? <laughs> okay. That was like the, the pilot of Cheers. That was written like the pilot of Cheers. Everyone gets introduced. Yeah. Every character gets introduced. Every plot line gets wrapped up. Except for one. Which one? How they managed to get her pregnant and have a child. <sighs> yes. That's sloppy. True. That was sloppy. sloppy. But, you know, also it was 2004 and they had gotten already to, a hundred, you know, one hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, they were a like, comedy- time, time for this to end. Yeah, they were time like, for this boat to dock. <laughs> wrap this shit up. We got to make money. We got to make money. Yeah. They were like, you know what? Just put these two in it and let it roll. God, 51st States starring Adam Sandler, starring Drew Barrymore, was Dan Aykroyd, Sean Astin, travesty. Amy Hill. Who else is in it? Robbie Rob Schneider. Honestly. Rob Schneider, second fun fact of the evening, half Filipino. I'm going to bring that one up a lot. I love that fun fact. <laughs> That's my favorite part of this movie. Because you don't expect Rob Schneider to be Filipino. No, I don't. You, yeah. He's like vaguely ethnic, but you can't tell. <laughs> Like, you can't tell what the ethnicity that's, is. I mean, that's accurate. Yeah. Like most Filipinos. <laughs> Vaguely ethnic. I suppose. I you suppose can tell so. we're not white, but what are we exactly? <laughs> we have Hispanic last names, but very Asian-looking eyes. What is it that you uh, you called yourself earlier? The rejects of Asia, Exactly. I didn't want to say it myself, <laughs> but I, you know, I wanted to bring it up so that the people knew. Yeah, but you know what we do belong is with my fellow Polynesians, tying that back into 51st states <laughs> on the c- continent fuck nope yep, go for it the state of hawaii in the state of hawaii specifically the island of oahu yes should we just should we do the um 
Should we like really throw our listeners for a loop and do the summary, the synopsis together? Yes. Let's See what do happens. It. Let's do it. See if it works. If yeah. it doesn't, don't worry. We'll go back to our separate ones. <laughs> we can record this twice. Who yeah. Cares? <laughs> you know, it's fine. Okay. Or we can just go with the failure. All right. How do you want to start this bad boy? Well, I'll start it off by uh, saying this, this guy. What's his name? Henry Roth. Thank you. See, see, this is why I'm not good at the informal synopsis, is because I can never remember their fucking names. <laughs> You're like that guy. I'm like, you know, the, the love guy. Interest. The guy who's in it. <laughs> the best um, friend. Like, I feel like so shit. Like, the more we get into this podcast, the more I'm like, I don't know who anyone is, and I've never seen any movies. Okay, but you are so good at remembering line for line certain things. <laughs> you are so good at it, and it makes me extremely jealous. Like, only that's like, the skill I wish I had. Like, only tiny tiny little things like i can't make like broad references to movies like you can oh yeah you know? i'm That's not good true. at that and, i like, remember the whole like plot i feel scene. i forget the plot yeah <laughs> totally forget the ending completely You'll just forget, remember like, like the funny things they or, say yeah, or i'm like i remember this movie existed <laughs> and like that was it like the plot did not stick with me but in your defense you and i had a completely different growing up experience That's of true. what our taste was very true <laughs> Mine was every day after school, I would try and get myself alone in a room without my siblings and watch Comedy Central mm. every day. Every day I was supposed to be babysitting, I was watching Comedy Central. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> Mine was like, get home before mom gets home. Quick, see if you can watch a little half hour of Gilmore Girls. I love that. And then when she gets home and you inevitably get in trouble, go play outside. <laughs> I love that. I don't know what else happened. Honestly, I forgot the rest of my childhood. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was. But Comedy Central, Adam Sandler constantly playing. Which I, and I, I've never been a, an Adam Sandler fan. I think it's because you're smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was a cough laugh. I mean, it's true. It was a cough laugh. I think, uh. I think, uh, <laughs> I think people... <laughs> Who don't like Adam Sandler are just smarter than me, probably. Like, you really have your life together in a way that I will not have my life together. That's false. That you drink La Croix. First of all, it's LaCroix. Already. I'm a LaCroix boy. You're already so much smarter than me, Christina. I can't even tell you. I've been skating by line, being like, yeah, my IQ's like 100, you know, like the normal one. You're out there, you have like the 160 <laughs> IQ or something. Yeah, I'm uh, like way above genius. You can like, you're like a beautiful mind, except you're not a fucking asshole. I really appreciate this hype up right now. <laughs> Seeing as I did bring you like, sorry, I'm an annoying bitch basket earlier today of like gifts for you for putting up with my annoying ass. So like this does make me feel a little better that you're now hyping me up. <laughs> me and my brain. But it's, I feel like it's kind of true. I'm thinking of all my friends who love Adam Sandler as much as me you know i don't know if we're the dumbs i'm not not sure we're like the smartest one in the lineup you know i'm just saying i think we're real straight shooters (laughs) i think the thing is like i just didn't i wasn't really into like comedy unless it was like the amanda show that's true you were not into comedy i wasn't into comedy until like really recently yeah and i've kind of been high-key obsessed with comedy Maybe my whole life. Yeah, it's definitely your thing. Yeah, because like, before I was watching Comedy Central, I was watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I was watching, like, Atonement. <laughs> <I'm> like, 
I was like, give me some romance and give me some drama. Which arguably, I think, makes you funnier and smarter than me. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. Any, I love Adam Sandler. Yeah, um, um, I think Adam Sandler probably, you know, I have such an interesting relationship with him in my head because he's like my older brother and my dad that like I wish really I had. Old. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah definitely like, a, like a father figure for you, I think. Yep. Yeah. Adam love. Sandler's like my th- my TV dad. <laughs> he <laughs> like he's the one I wish adopted me. Who's, yeah. <laughs> Who's your TV dad? Yeah. Well, your gr- dad's already so great. Yeah, that's true. Dave, if you're listening, get on get our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Get on our podcast, Dave. Yeah, Dave, for the listeners, Dave, my father, will be coming on the podcast Eventually. in the future. We've been saying this for a year now. Not even. Not almost. quite. Not quite. Our year anniversary is almost coming, coming up. up. I know. We should. Maybe that can be our year anniversary special. I just opened my jaw to the jaw floor. dropped. <laughs> that was such a good idea. Consider it dropped, bitch. I love that. Oh, my God. Anyways. Yeah, we I don't should get a TV do that. Um, <laughs> we should talk about the movie now. Yeah, so uh, first of all, I just want to apologize. I'm a little phlegmy. My bad. Got a little sick. It's from working in a restaurant. It's a disgusting place. First of all, I just want to say it feels really good to be back. Yeah, like, we say that every month. <laughs> well, you know, we do. <laughs> but listen, it feels good to be back every time we're back. It's true. And I reserve the right to say it every single time. I completely agree and you know what you remind me of right now is when drew barrymore says nothing like a first kiss every time she kisses adam sandler in 50 first dates you know what you got me there you got me <laughs> i love uh, this movie i know you hate it but i didn't hate it it's just extremely not your taste yes <laughs> extremely not your taste extremely not i at one point in this movie you guys i literally was sitting there and i'm like this is probably the most romantic concept they could have ever written you and christina really- is like <laughs> Are you a fucking dum-dum? You said something like, you were like, this is the most romantic thing ever. And I went, is it? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I really don't feel like someone losing their memory every day and like a man trying to get in her pants every day is very romantic. Mm. I also want to discuss later after we've gone through the... um, the synopsis. Yeah. I really want to discuss like the concept of falling in love in this movie. We're going to get... Sure. We're going to get in there. We're going to do it. Yeah. Okay, let's start with the synopsis. Okay. Do you want to go first or should I... Mm. Oh, you said Henry Starts Roth. Starts with a guy named Henry Roth. What's he do? He is a sea life veterinarian, right? Yes. Where does he live? Oahu. Yes. And he's a ladies' man, but he only gets it on with ladies who don't stay. Tourists. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Ladies, Ladies that don't, don't stay. Stay where? <laughs> it sounds like they're just always leaving him. No, but they're just like tourists. They're like physically leaving him. <laughs> like, because they don't live there. Okay, so Basically, what happens? he's a tourist hoe. Yeah. You go on now. Okay, <laughs> what happens is he goes to a little breakfast shack while he's waiting for his boat to get towed. Not mm. a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> and then he that. meets this blonde lady and he walks up to her and guess what she's doing she's making a little house out of waffles very weird behavior yeah she's well because she has a traumatic brain injury oh fast forward we find out she has a traumatic <laughs> brain injury but like 
<laughs> we don't know that at this point. You don't so know this. So you're like, why is this bitch fucking playing with her food? Grow the fuck up. Yeah. She's making like a teepee out of waffles. Yeah, she's making small architectural structures. First of all, how dare you desecrate a waffle like that? Second of all, what fucking bitch does that? And, like, she's, like, reading the newspaper and, like, building things with waffles. I'm like, what are you... Like, I wouldn't approach her. I'd be like, she is unhinged. Yeah. Turns out she is. Well, yeah. Literally, in every sense of the... Well, you know, because she has a traumatic brain injury. But like you said, in... As we were watching the movie, Drew Barrymore in this movie was the Zoe Deschanel before Zoe Deschanel was Zoe Deschanel. 100%. She was always playing roles like this where she was, like... Yes. Quote, unquote, quirky. Yes. This one less so just because... I feel like a lot of it you can attribute to the fact that she has literally a brain injury. But not that. I feel like that's something I would attribute to someone who has a brain injury. But I think she used to do that all the time. You like, think every so? Sunday. You think that's like her per- Well, she used to go and get waffles every Sunday. Yeah. You think she was making little, like, structures and stuff? Yeah. Maybe. She's a little loosey-goosey. Her name is Lucy. That's true. Oh, hey, you got hey, me there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So, he... He's tri- getting his boat towed. He seduces her. And well, then, oh, well, I she, mean, he doesn't he, seduce her, but he hits it off. Yeah. He's interested. Yeah. Let's say she's cast the net and he's getting reeled in, you know? Yeah. Um, anyways, he goes back the next day. Guess what? She forgets him completely. Yeah. So it's like a real shocker, you know, real jarring. And we're he like, comes what? Up, he's like, hey, uh, my, my hands smell like fish. Want to smell? Which first of all very weird yeah (laughs) second of all definitely men wrote this movie oh for sure because of the whole like vagina smell like fish thing that men like to joke about in 2004 yes um and all the fart jokes poop jokes so i'm telling you i can't deal with feces jokes (laughs) anything regarding feces i'm just i can't man you would have hated a lot of this stuff i wrote in college definitely <laughs> i don't know what it is it's just like one of those things that for me it will just like never be funny because i think I i'm just that. i'm really sensitive to like people being embarrassed and i feel like poop is just people get really embarrassed by it and it hurts my feelings oh man i'm offended by feces you know what is really <laughs> on brand for me though is here tangent story mm. oh this episode is going to be all over the fucking place so you better watch this movie before before you listen yeah i mean who hasn't seen 51st states we can't get it right right now (laughs) didn't you have tbs you dumb bitch or fx has the movies fx fx has the movies don't you remember that yeah i do remember fx but i don't remember that slogan really nope it would come on right before the movie well i wasn't i didn't i didn't really get that much cable you know i got like yeah Yeah. i got the you know the kind of shittier package if you will Fair enough. But I did get Comedy Central, the most important channel. Clearly. And MTV. Shaped you as a human. VH1. Uh-huh. And E! News. Those were my top four. <laughs> that really is still you. Yeah, I love E! News. As a I love what celebrities are doing. I'm so fucking interested. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know. It's just like when they start spending money on shit, I'm like, I want to know about this. Fair enough. I want to know. Huh. Anyways. Anyway. What was your tangential story? <laughs> this will really speak to me as a brand. <laughs> uh, basically, my first screenwriting class that I ever took, I wrote a comedy that was very much like an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, in that it was. I really want to read it. So fucking ridiculous. I know it's gonna be awful. It was basically like a couple that has to 
uh, find sugar daddies to pay rent. And that was the screenplay. Love that idea. And here's the thing. I brought it in for review. And I would say everyone hated it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Except one guy. One guy. (laughs) And he fucking loved it this guy i could not he was sitting there he was like he raised his hand first to like talk about it when he like the professor's like what positive things do we have to Did say people about this laugh first? when you guys read it out loud did you read it out loud yeah we let it, read it out loud people laughed but for the most part everyone was like i just i just don't think this was like well thought out and i was like <laughs> i was like it was well thought out but i was literally in a class of everyone who was like trying to write like fucking dramas and i'm like oh not my style that's so funny (laughs) literally half the class was like okay the mom is an alcoholic and the son is uh like gonna get molested and also there's a murder involved sounds a lot like my screenplay yeah (laughs) first one i ever wrote my teacher referred to it as white precious (laughs) and i was like rude (laughs) it's like i hadn't thought about their race but that's definitely because I'm white. And I assumed that they were white, too. <laughs> and I was like, damn it, I got a lot to learn. <laughs> um, the story that I wrote, it was basically about this couple. Yeah, basically, they, it was about this couple that um, had to find sugar daddies to pay rent. And they only had a week to do it. And that's oh, like the screenplay. You set a timeline. Love that. Thanks. It was well thought out, in my opinion. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> and the guy who was, like, singing my praises... Like, he was just, like, I was, like, so, my ego was so high at this point because he was just, like, this is, like, a blockbuster film. Like, this is something that I would see in the movies. Like, this is something I would see on Comedy Central. I was, like, this guy is sucking my dick. Like, he is sucking, sucking, sucking. And I loved it. I'm going to make that the intro. This guy is sucking, sucking, sucking. And I loved it. It was so good. Then I found out he's a fucking, like, so I, you know, had the class with him. I didn't really interact with him much. And then maybe a month later, I found out that he was, like, I was talking with my friend about this class. And she's like, oh, this guy I fucking hate is in that class. And I go, oh, what's his name? I probably hate him, too. Because I, like, did hate a lot of people in that class. And I was like, I probably hate that guy, too. And she's like... And then she said it was the guy that was like singing my praises, and I, I was like, his name was. "No, <laughs> it was." Do you know him? No. Oh god, damn it! I wish I did. Just fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. And then she's like, "Oh, he he's just like he's so nasty, and like I have all these classes with him, and he'll just say shit, and it's so fucking stupid, <laughs> and he's like always trying to like he'll like go out to parties, and he'll always like dance inappropriately on women, and he's just such a fucking tool, you know? He's such a fucking like frat guy. He's just the worst. Mm. I'm like." <sighs> man (laughs) damn it my one fan (laughs) i'm like my one fan literally is the opposite of everything i stand for as a human being and then i realized that my comedy is white man comedy it is yeah you're essentially a white man yeah 100 percent 100 percent it's like white stoner man comedy from the 2000s (laughs) which is so not mine (laughs) yeah yours is like borderline sense and sensibility Jesus. You're you're just just sitting at home watching Little Women. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get some wine before we we continue our synopsis. You could just bring the bottle out here. Okay. Anyway, back to the synopsis. So, you take this over. Okay. So, he goes back 
says, I got smelly, fishy fingers. Would you like? And she was like, excuse me, pervert. You can go sit somewhere else. And then he finds out from the people who work at the restaurant that she has this short-term memory loss, yada, yada, yada. And then he decides he makes a bet with the guy who works there. And he says, like, I bet I bet you I can get her to have lunch with me again or have breakfast with me again. And he's like, you're on. So he comes back every day and tries to get her to invite him over to sit with her again. And he fails a lot of times. And then... Then he finally manages to get her to invite him to sit with him by crying really loudly in the restaurant and pretending that he doesn't know how to read. This scene is absurd. It's my favorite scene in comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) No one will have ever had a funnier performance than Adam Sandler pretending to cry in any of his movies. (laughs) He is a a hilarious fake crier, but I also feel like I wish I had seen that before I saw every white guy I've ever known like attempt to imitate it oh yeah you know i here's the thing about adam sandler i love adam sandler mm. i hate adam sandler impersonators yeah oh yeah. nothing drives me crazier than someone who like does impressions of like comedians like him mm-hmm. cannot fucking stand it yeah because it's not funny if it's like not original it's just so painful you know? it's painful to watch yeah uh anyway so after that um he gets breakfast with her and then guess what her dad shows up wait is that what happens uh yeah her dad shows up to his house her house and then he follows her yes and then he talks to the dad and the brother and turns out the dad and the brother of what's her face what's her name lucy lucy thank you um her dad and her brother like every day are doing this elaborate scheme to like basically not make her have a huge trauma every day and they like they print out like hundreds of they pr- they've printed out like hundreds of newspapers from the day of the accident they like pretend it's his birthday every day they watch the fucking sixth sense every night with her every single fucking night just to make sure she doesn't find out it's not that day so they've lived that day like a shitload of times. Yes. And they even repaint a garage. Yeah. Like, they they let her paint it during the day, like, yeah. covered in fun things. I don't know why they don't just not do that, because that feels like a lot of work, you know? Yeah. Why don't they just tell her to paint on an easel? Yeah, but that's easier for them than him taking her to the opposite would be that he takes her to the pineapple to get pineapples. And then she has Mm. to find out that that isn't the day that you get pineapples at the farmer's market because not every day is, like, farmer's market day. Yeah. So. But he could just be like, here, I bought you a canvas. Yeah. (laughs) Paint this. Yeah. But instead he's like, here, I painted this garage white. Want to paint over it? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, and paints the entire thing in one day. And then at night they have to repaint it white. It's really sad. It's wild. Anyways, what happens after this? Uh, oh, Adam Sandler goes on a variety of attempts to try and capture her attention and make her fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. And then basically they start dating and he, she has her first day where she recognizes that it's not 
her dad's birthday and she realized she, like she finds out about again? the accident a cop gives her a ticket oh, at the yeah. cafe and mm-hmm. he's like your tags are like seven months expired and she's like what do you mean and then she sees all these like real newspapers yeah and then they have to explain to her what's going on <coughs> and then after that adam sandler makes the video henry makes the yes. video the video is a good idea mm-hmm. the video is basically like this video to tell her like what she's missed in the last year like that she's supposed to basically wake up every morning and watch this video to sort of readjust her to her life and then that's kind of how they go forward mm-hmm. and it it works okay but like i don't know it's kind of weird yeah so basically she and him have this routine where she watches this video he makes her fall in love with him they make out and they have this kind of every day until she decides to break up with him because she overheard him talking to her dad saying like oh i was gonna go on this trip to alaska or yeah to to alaska that i've like always wanted to go on for like 10 years blah 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 um, but I'm not going to go. Lucy needs me here. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. And then she's like, no, we have to break up because because I don't want to hold you back. But also, I've been keeping a journal since you made this video. And now every day I wake up and I read the journal because I'd rather be told my own life from my perspective than be told it by you. Which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But also, like, you probably could have told people sooner that you were keeping a journal. Yeah. So then they decide, or she decides to, like, erase the memory of him. And so they, like, type out her journal and delete all the parts with him in it. And then they burn the papers. And it's really dramatic and sad. And they kiss in the rain. They're both drenched immediately. Water everywhere. But it's, like, it's Adam Sandler, so it's, like, not that hot. You know, it's not, like, the notebook. No, absolutely not. Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, like, yeah, kiss in the rain. You know, it's Adam Sandler, so you're thinking, wow, that guy could be a father and not fuck it up. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like my kids would probably be more damaged. More damaged with Adam Sandler as your father? Yeah, and also, yeah. I just feel like if Adam Sandler was my dad, I wouldn't, uh, I would have a way cooler life. I'd have a way bigger nose, but. You'd have curlier hair, too. (laughs) Yeah. And I'd be be a whole other woman. Definitely. I could imagine my exact personality, but Jewish, though, instead of Catholic. (laughs) Yeah, I could see it. It's just a different type of guilt, you know? (laughs) If I was Jewish, that's when I'd probably have been, like, a doctor. That's, like... I think you would have been almost funnier. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably, like, at least 10% funnier. You know, who am I to say? I would be able to do impressions, and I think that's really what... You'd you know, probably be musical too. That would, that would you and Michael could be a musical duo. <laughs> Imagine that. He'd be rapping about social issues, and you'd be like, "Put on your yamaka. It's time <laughs> for Hanukkah." Oh yeah, that's what it would be like. <laughs> so, do you even like have a favorite Adam Sandler movie? Oh wait, we didn't finish the synopsis. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, God, what else happened? Oh, okay, so should we just get the end? Rain. Yeah, basically. Okay, so basically Adam Sandler goes on this trip. He realizes he still loves her. He turns around. She goes to the 
mental institution that she's living at not mental institution it's just like an <laughs> institute for people who also have short-term memory loss or traumatic she's like brain an injuries art teacher. and she's an art teacher and he goes hey do you remember me and she goes no but then she goes into her studio and she's like look at all these pictures of you i dream about you and i paint your face and guess what fast forward probably a year later she has a kid with him they're married they live on a boat in alaska and every morning she wakes up to that video also her dad's on the boat yeah it's very weird small ass boat yeah little boat for four people but he's studying the walruses which is what he wanted to do and also be with her love that yeah but it's like very strange like they got married and like had a child yeah they didn't explain how the child thing could happen without it being like crazy but it really bothers us even because like it bothers me particularly because she brought it up in the movie yeah she was like what i'd be pregnant i'd wake up with a pregnant belly and have no idea how it got there and i was like yeah that's a huge deal yeah if you woke up pregnant oh my god can you imagine if you just woke up pregnant? If you woke up and you were like five months pregnant. i mean i think about, this is what's really scary oh to me not to be a real bummer oh, but stressed. this is like how people with alzheimer's feel yeah they just think back oh, and they wake up sake. and they like the last thing they remember is like their, you know, 20th birthday. And they wake up and then they're 60 and they're like, you know, old and stuff and pee and stuff. And they don't know where the bathroom is. So I don't it's know. Like, like Lindsay Lohan and what's her name? Jamie Lee, Jamie Curtis. Lee Curtis in Freaky Friday. Yeah, it's Freaky Friday, she but for your up, own she goes, brain. I'm the crypt keeper yeah but that's your own mind and you're the crypt keeper it must yeah and you remember last thing okay being Lindsay lohan i'm stressed listen that's why i think this movie is romantic (laughs) this movie is not romantic she's going through the most stressful thing you a person she has the most stressful life a person could ever have and everyone around her has to make very very tough decisions because unlike people with alzheimer's she is like in her 20s at this point yeah so it's like even harder to make the decisions about her life when she has so much life to live so okay i do think it's romantic yes however think it's creepy there's something sus about a guy basically like orchestrating a life and then just putting this person into it every day yeah and like he basically got whatever he wanted and like she doesn't really get a say but it's like her brain makes that happen you know i don't know i something about it is a little sus to me well yeah that's the thing is that how can you really tell what someone long-term wants when they have that kind of mentality you know yeah because she can't really make decisions beyond like the day that she has immediately planned yeah and also i don't think that either of them could be in love with the other person I don't know. I think Adam Sandler could definitely be in love with her. I disagree. I think he, he she can't her. be in love with him. But he, she, he yeah. already knows basically everything about her life. But Every day there, she's probably saying something new about her childhood or like parts okay. of her personality. However, she's talking to him every day like it's the first day she's met him. You don't reveal shit to people first time you meet them. But that's kind of not true because she was... She was, like, a pretty open person. Yeah, she's open, but, like, I just don't think you can call that love or call that a relationship. That's because, true. Like, I just don't think it could be on her side completely. Yeah, right? totally. And no, I, and I agree with you. Like, she can't be in love with him. But I think he could be in love with her. No, I don't, he, think, I don't think he can be in love with her either. 
I j- well, I it's think like, it's like physiologically already- impossible for them to be in love. He's just spending so much time around her, and even though it's not like he knows like deep dark secrets about her, he knows like her no, personality. But, They've yeah, spent it, a lot of time together at this point. But she's not like gonna grow and change as a human every day. You know, like I don't think you can be in love with someone who is static. Who will never change. Well, that's not even true, though, because she kind of was changing towards the end, right? Because she was, like, remembering him at night. Yeah, and her dreams, but, like, her, like, I don't know. I I just don't think that. It, I just do think it was beginning to resonate with her, like, the things that, like. But, like, that that's, like. The what, very deep emotional changes the in doctor her life. said when the doctor was, like, no, that's you, like, that's your wishful thinking. Like, that's not happening in her brain. But it was happening. Because but it was just the a dream. pictures. But they were just dreams. Yeah, but that means that she's, like, at least remembering it enough to wake up in the morning and, like, remember her dreams, right? That's a pretty big deal, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Dear listeners, what do you think? <laughs> Email us at we're romcoms at we've loved at gmail.com. It's okay. I knew we were kind of going to be at odds Me too. For I this couldn't one. wait. <laughs> but also, I couldn't wait to talk about it because you know how I feel about Adam Sandler. I know, and you know how I feel about Adam Sandler. The Sandman. <laughs> I do love you that you love review- him. Reviews? Yes, I do. Reviews? I'll get my phone. There. My review is 10 out of 10. My review is 4 out of 10. I literally, I couldn't even tell you. I watched <laughs> this movie so much as a kid. I remember this movie probably yeah, scene for scene. Who was the audience for this movie? Was it kids? No. It was like te- it's like guys in their early 20s, late teens. You think they were the audience? I think it was actually more guys in their early 20s, yeah. Weird. I think, it, okay, here's the thing with rom-coms with male leads. For the most part, I think they're at at this time, like the early 2000s, I think they're aimed at like couples in their early 20s or late teens because those were the demographics that were like going out to the movies. Yeah, that's true. And like usually if a girl wants to go see a movie, she wants to go see like, you know, something romantic or maybe something dramatic, you know, something Mm -hmm. with more of a storyline. Whereas guys, like they want something more funny. So, like, right. this was, like, the compromise of the 2000s. Makes sense, but not, not just for guys on their own. Yeah, not for guys yeah, that, on their own. That had me thrown a little. No, I was like, sorry. What do you mean? I meant more, like, couples. Like, this was, yeah. like, a date night movie. Yeah, I think you're right. But, like, and maybe also, like, couples with kids. Because it was, like, it was, what was it? Oh, it was PG-13. Yeah. So maybe, like, seventh graders as well. Yeah, but also... Maybe, like, seventh graders and then couples. I remember watching a lot of rom-coms with my friends in middle school. Me too. Yeah, which is, like, when this all was happening. And in middle school, we used to love to go out to the movies. Yeah, that was, like, our thing. Everyone's thing. Like, on Friday night. our thing. My group's thing, specifically. Our thing. Like, our thing in middle school. Because you can't do anything when you're in middle school. All you can do is go to the movies. Yeah, and you can't, like, really escape from your parents. Nope. They gotta drive you there. They gotta drive you back. Yeah. So it's like, that was always like the compromise. Yeah. Either remember, that or the mall. I remember one time in middle school, I had a bunch of friends over to like have like a movie night mm-hmm. slash we had like a fire outside. Fun. Um, yeah. And we watched, we rented this movie, The Kids Are All Right. Ooh. No. Which is like. The one about the lesbians. The two lesbian moms. Yeah. This girl <laughs> was like really Christian. She was so upset about the movie about how it was two lesbians that like she sat behind the couch and like crouched and like plugged her ears and was like this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and like 
I look back on that now and I'm like, bitch, girl, you got lots to unpack. What you a got. real bummer out of movie, like oh, a party. It was, it was a huge bummer, especially because like maybe like half of us there were pretty like liberal kids and we were like, cool, Man. whatever. Yeah. But then like, you know. She was having her own <coughs> issues. That's God. something she's got to come to terms with. I don't know what, what her, her agenda deal is now. Is now yeah. well, I, don't, I don't know what her like opinion is now on that stuff, but. I People really, change. I wonder if it's changed, but like that's a memory that will stick with me. Yeah, because I'm like that girl's family put that view of others into her brain so much so that she thought it was wrong to even watch that movie. I'm like, how fucked up is that? That is fucked. Anyway, back to reviews. So, funnily enough, I said four out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a forty-five percent. I love that. <laughs> uh, Common Sense Media gave it a three out of five. And surprisingly, IMDb gave it a 6.8 out of 10. It's because I rated a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. Can you do that? Yeah. You I'm can a, rate it on IMDb? Yeah, I'm a member. You just have to log in. Wow, I need to do that and rate it zero. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel out my 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually, so really also, I think a lot of this movie is like, I feel nostalgic about this movie. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, is it really, you know, quality? No. Uh, Do you okay. have a favorite Adam Sandler movie? I've only seen like two. Oh yeah, that's right. You were saying that you've only yeah, seen. Yeah, like- I know. I I realized tonight after we watched this movie, we like looked at some like best of Adam Sandler moments and i know it was kind of embarrassing because i've seen literally all of them and, and I, at one point Michael was like, I haven't even seen this one, and I hadn't seen. I'd seen like two of them. Yeah, and I've like seen so many. Like the like, wedding singer, I saw a really long time ago. So yeah. when we do that, that'll be really interesting to see how I feel about that movie because I, I haven't. It's been like so I don't even remember anything about it. I really couldn't tell you which one I think you would like more. Because to me, the wedding singer is like way more like romantic than this. But I thought this was the most romantic thing ever. This was one of the most romantic things ever. <laughs> I can't believe you think that. I, I don't know. Some- it's so romantic. Here's what's romantic. Okay. The effort. Ryan Gosling yes. wrote a letter to her every day in the notebook. That's true. Adam Sandler tried 50 times to get a first date. Like That's true. That's, that's fucking true. romantic. That's fucking. That's true. I, I, you, but listen. At this Sarah. point in my relationship, if Michael goes and brings me Taco Bell on the way home from work, that's like, that's, <laughs> that's like him trying to listen, me. Listen, you know I'm primarily attracted to men who don't talk to me. <laughs> Like, I, I, I don't know how else to describe this to you, but, like, I, I obviously don't like effort. <laughs> I love effort. Let me tell you, there is nothing hotter than someone trying to me. I wish that When I see someone, me. like, trying their best, oh, my God. You're a Virgo. I, I am a Libra who's, like, when someone's ignoring me, I'm, like, give me attention. When I see someone trying, that is... When someone tries and delivers, <laughs> be still my beating heart. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> I, I, how do I, how do I like force myself to be turned on by that? <sighs> but you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know me. I love Adam Sandler. I love Andy Samberg. You do. They're very similar. Very similar. I love that kind of Jewish white guy can do a lot of good characters who doesn't know like i do love andy samberg's earnestness you know like he really does try he's a trier he's a trier and i do like that about him but then i feel like if it was directed at me i'd be like ew (laughs) gross you know i love effort i'd be like i'm like 
way too good for that. <laughs> you know, I'd be like a real bitch. Uh, oh. I've got a lot to unpack. Next week and th- no, two weeks from now in therapy because I missed my appointment today. It's okay. Everyone on the pod, we're going to be her therapist right now. I need it. I okay. Need it. How do you feel? You know, I feel like my expectations of men are just wrong. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack right there. <laughs> I was going to try and, like, bring it back to my dad, but then I was like, nah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this doesn't really feel like his fault. <laughs> like, most of the time I tell him that we're in a feud, and I say, dad, we're feuding. And he goes, Ugh, again. And I'm like, yes, we're in a feud. Don't talk to me about it. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, are we finished with our feud now? And I'm like, oh, yes, I've forgiven you. <laughs> you know, so it's mostly all me that's causing the drama in my father-daughter relationship. Big surprise there. <laughs> I'm shook. What, so, okay, here's a question. Yeah. This is kind of a random callback to the movie. But sure. how old do we think Drew Barrymore is in this movie? And how old do you think Adam Sandler is in this movie? Cause Both to of me, them are, like, in their late 20s, early 30s. I don't think their ages add up. You don't think they're the same age? I don't think they look the same age. To me, they look the same age. And she's like, it's been, what, a year since the accident? Yeah. So she's like 27, living with her dad and her brother? Yeah. That don't seem weird? Here's, well, they, before the accident, though, they were fishermen and they were gone all the time. True. So that makes sense to me. But he's 27 looking like like he's 42. I'm also Filipino and, like, Filipinos literally live with family until they die. Yeah, but they're white. Yeah. So, you know, I don't... But they were fishermen, so is that also it? Or, you know, and also it's like a small <laughs> island. I don't That's know. That's true. It's probably like a small town thing. Yeah, exactly. So it could be like a lot of different reasons. I mean, reasons. I live with my parents and I'm 24. <laughs> yeah, so listen, don't run along a road with any cows, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I'm don't, sorry. It sounded like you were going to come up with a proverb. Nope. Don't run along a road with any cows. Walk along a road with sheep. You know, that's how it felt. I couldn't come up with a proverb if I tried. Well, I just did, and it's yeah. words to live by. It was good. Walk along a road with sheep. Actually, that's something I want to do. Hey, write that down. Put that in a note somewhere. Yeah. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. She doesn't, bitch doesn't listen to me. Take a note. Okay, hang on. What do you want it to say? Do not run along a road with cows, period. Walk along a path with sheep, period. <laughs> Get your dad to say that in his accent. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, I created a note. Do yeah. not run along the road with cows. Walk along a path with sheep. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Done. Done. Okay. Here's oh. contact information for dad man with medium light skin tone riding a bike. <laughs> Did you hear that? I am shook. I tried to tell her done and she goes, okay, here's contact info for dad me- man with medium light skin tone riding a bike. That's his contact name. <laughs> Do not walk along a path. <laughs> anyway. What else do we want to talk about in this movie? Everything. Uh, let's talk about Adam let's Sandler's talk about the sandals. With <laughs> Sean asked. Adam Sandler's sandals. Horrible. Horrendous. Literally, if a man ever comes up to me with sandals on like that, if anyone looked like Adam Sandler's him. whole ass outfit, Honestly, 2004 or wore, beyond, 
he wore multiple shirts that were made out of like terry cloth towel fabric like who does that that's a hard pass i understand it's the island life but like you don't need to respect yourself i feel like the point of that shirt is like so you can whip it off go like play in the surf bra and then put it on it's like a towel it'll dry right off you know but no that was really good (laughs) you know what it was accurate yeah that sounded exactly like drake from drake and josh when he did the amanda show as like a surfer Mm -hmm. guy yeah it did wow wow that was your idea of comedy as well I guess so. I love that about you. <laughs> God, I love Adam Sandler movies. Something um, that really just reminds me of childhood mm-hmm. and eating snacks and ignoring that I'm not an only child. You know what um, reminds me of childhood? What? Watching Hitch on TNT. I love Hitch. I know. Also Oops. TNT. We know drama. We know drama. That was drama. Hitch yeah. was drama. Yeah. It was also comedy and rom i loved it uh anyway i wanted to say my favorite part of this movie yeah was when lucy and henry yes henry henry uh, i cannot remember their names it's all good it's all good lucy and henry and the dad and the brother Mm -hmm. the brother who's on roids yeah um are in the car together and they're like going to the brain doctor because she was like I need to talk to the brain doctor. This is on the first day that she realizes that she's not living the day of the accident. Also, Dan Aykroyd's the brain doctor, which yeah. is a real a real plot twist, if you ask me. Yeah, weird, but sure. <laughs> okay, I believe you. He's white, right? He's a doctor. Um, <laughs> so they're in the car, and the dad, like, admits to Lucy. He's like, oh, yeah, I, like... Because, okay, so Adam Sandler calls her Luce. He's like, oh, Luce. And she's like, don't call me Luce. I barely know you. And the dad's like, oh, actually, you're kind of dating him. And then Adam Sandler looks over and he goes, yeah, sorry, I'm not better looking. (laughs) (laughs) And that was my favorite part. (laughs) It was the most honest, real part of this movie. And I loved it. That's what I'm saying. Adam Sandler looks like he could be a really good dad about 65% of the time. <laughs> and I think that's what really makes him a great rom-com lead. I will say, mm. out of the Adam Sandler matches, Drew Barrymore's the best one that works with him. I don't feel like any of them match him. But how many Adam Sandler movies have you watched? Like two. Both with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I just feel like Drew Barrymore's out of his league. I don't know. I just think they're both, like, funny, and I think they, they both, like, play off of each other's silliness. They do, and I think they are they have good chemistry. Yeah. I just, like, I don't buy it personally. Yeah. Because I'm, like, she looks so young and hot. Yeah. And he looks like Vinny from Jersey Shore. At this point in his life, yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> like does. haircut it's and, like, like the short, and, like, and Staten the Island look. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's a Staten Island boy. And the tiny sunglasses that he wears, like, just Hoyts. really fuck with what me. What did he say that we all said at the same time? <laughs> Hoyts? Said, he said, he was like, ah, yeah, that one Hoyts. And then we all, we, <laughs> we me, all said Sarah Hoyts. and Michael all went Hoyts <laughs> right after. <laughs> at the same damn time. It was great. It was it really Hoyt, good comedic Hoyt. timing. <laughs> I'll cheers to that, bro. I will cheers to that, too. Cheers to us. Cheers Being to us. and having a podcast. Mm. 
Clink, clink. Clink, clink, bitch. Um, what's my favorite part of this? That is a really good question. That's a great question. Um, honestly, here's what my favorite part is. This is the part where... What is my favorite part of this? <laughs> honestly, you know what? I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. My favorite part of this is when he's listening to the Beach Boys on the boat and he turns the <laughs> boat around. I love a good chase scene. And this yeah. one is on a boat. That's and true. And he has that recognition why he's cry singing to the Beach Boys. That and was a that great is moment. the most on-brand thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> to me says sarah kelly all over you it. sat up fully straight to say that I, I love that. i have a lot of enthusiasm about how that <laughs> is the most on-brand thing i've ever seen in my life that's really integral to my personality you it know is. that's a cry cor- singing to the beach boys that's like a cor- it be nice if we older. yeah that was that also horrifying uh also honestly the cry singing hilarious to me in any context in any movie i love cry singing i think it's hilarious and i will write it in to anything exactly same <laughs> all right if any chance i get i'll do it i cry sing to mariah carey frequently I, yeah shake it up. me it's yeah. just uh listening to like lay miz in the car <laughs> <laughs> I love doing musical numbers in the car. Oh, yeah, just really belting. Yeah, yeah, mm. feels good. Obviously, uh, Miss Baltimore Crabs. Yeah, one of my go-to's. This movie really made me want to get a boat. It really made me want to go to Hawaii and like be on the ocean. It was like great product placement. <laughs> Smoke weed <laughs> on the beach. Placement. Yeah, yeah, it really made me want to like buy a very small house that had like on the beach. Like get tan. But then I'm like, ah, climate change. Every yeah. once in a while, I'm like, I'm gonna move to Hawaii. Mm. I have that thought maybe like twice a year. I think you and I should take a vacation. Yeah, for we sure. Should, like, go somewhere cool. Yeah. I'm willing to spend money on ridiculous things. I'm what, ready to go on vacation. <laughs> Let me tell you Perfect. what. I'm trying to be on vacation three out of every four weeks <laughs> of the month. Dear listeners, where should we go on vacation? Let us know. What's an option that you would recommend Taking for us? suggestions. Cheap but cheerful. I would love something tropical. Mm. Maybe something that doesn't involve a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Um, but also something that I'm not going to get too drunk. I want a I little bit go, of balance. I want to go somewhere where I can literally just be a beached whale. Yes. On the beach. I don't want to. With um, some drinks. I don't want to get too hungover, though. Yeah, but like you'll just be consistently drunk, so you'll never be hungover. That's true. You look at it that way. That's true. That's true. You know, that's like, that's what I want after watching this movie. What's your least favorite part of this movie? Um, None of it because it's the best movie ever made. <laughs> I think my least favorite part of this movie was finding out that they had a kid. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Because I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why you got to throw that in there? I agree. Like, you could have just left it at, like, we're married and on a boat in Antarctica and here's your dad. Yeah. I think they wanted to show, like, time has progressed. But, like, they could have done it in other ways. You know? What was your least favorite part? Um... Honestly, I don't know, because to me, like I said, I think this movie ties up really nicely. I think this movie is a really well thought out movie. I think it has a distinct beginning, middle and end. Mm -hmm. And like I said, this is like the Cheers pilot. They introduce every character and like every character gets screen time and has a backstory and is interesting and works well together. 
and uh, some of them are racist. Yeah, yeah but yeah, was that was also say, cheers. You know, for the little old man who just like curses a lot. I don't think that was racist. No, I, th- I wasn't saying he was racist. Oh, yeah. I was just saying he doesn't have a backstory or a plot. No, he's just an obstacle. But, you know, I like, I feel like this movie ties up real nice. Real good. I don't love it. Didn't satisfy me. Yeah. I didn't feel like I really got... The ROM? Yeah, I didn't get the ROM that I wanted. But did you get the calm? You know, this isn't your style of comedy. It's not. I mean, like, you are, barf humor isn't really funny yeah, to me. Yeah, you're also, like, not someone who really likes ridiculous humor that much. That's true. I think it's, like, more, like, fringe. Yeah. Like, your kind of humor is more, like, um, like, a little bit situational, but yeah. mainly, like, human interest kind of comedy, you know? <laughs> what does that even mean? I think you're, like, you think people are funny. Like, people as themselves are funny. That's true. Like, that's the kind of humor you like. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, I can, I'm a sucker for, like, a stupid joke sometimes. Yeah. When they're like, when, when someone unexpected calls someone else a shithead. Yes. I love it. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Yes. But, like, I don't know. This kind of humor, like, I hate, I hate bodily fluid humor. I love bodily fluid fluid i love you love bodily fluids i love bodily fluids all of them (laughs) i think they're really important to have if you don't have bodily fluids you're a fucking asshole (laughs) well it wouldn't be anything coming in or out of it exactly (laughs) better out than in i always say (laughs) i just hate bodily fluid humor i just like i'm like i don't this isn't this is not fun for me so like when the walrus like also okay one of my biggest issues with this movie was the character Alexa and all of the like transphobic jokes. Things. Oh yeah, like, that was were, bad. There were like a lot of transphobic. But jokes. those all would have landed in two thousand four. Yeah, which was really disturbing. Because yeah, people were not like, cool with trans I mean, I people. That's only like, like ten years 15 ago. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that was like prime. We were growing up time. Yeah, no, but honestly, though, I think also that appeals to, like, a huge, like, suburban demographic where yeah. it's like, oh, I didn't even know trans people, like, existed. That's very true. Because, like, I for sure did not tra- trans people existed until, like, maybe late high school. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's a thing. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really remember, like, thinking about it that much growing up, but I I feel like I would probably have been, like, conditioned to say oh ew that's weird yeah you know like that's what you'd hear growing up probably but then i but obviously i feel like it, it doesn't bother me in the slight i'm you know i'm like that's dope like, yeah i mean now that you're older it's you like are. yeah it's like there's like, so many other fucking yeah, like I'm horrible like, things you can be I'm and like, like be yourself yeah do honey, whatever like, makes you happy in this horrible horrible world truly and i never thought it was like i don't know weird if i don't know yeah, no. I, th- that stuff is obviously, like, really much more, like, complicated and nuanced than we are talking about it right now. Yeah. But, like, I just feel like the jokes in this movie, it's like, why would you even bother writing that in? The culture you is know? just, like, completely changed. It has totally it's changed. It's completely changed. Just, it makes me, like, embarrassed for this writer. But now. even, like, from compared to, I'm like... sure, like, things when, we would say now, we probably won't say later. Yeah. But, like, even when Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner, like, when that happened. Oh, yeah. Like, that was kind of recent, but that was, like, shocking to a lot of people. And like, oh, it's a publicity stunt. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people, like. I'm like, just leave her be. Like, 
I don't I don't have an opinion on her. Like, but that was like so recent too. Yeah, you know? it was. So that's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like there's just like not a lot of trans issues that have been brought into light until kind of recently, and like a, a larger. Rom-com. In, like, a large cultural sense. Yeah, I'd love yeah. that. Listeners, if you know of any trans rom-coms, uh, or, like, not even necessarily, like, just something that's rom-com. a little bit, like, like, a rom-com with maybe, a, like, a trans actor, or, like, someone who, like, a trans person who is the center, yeah. or, like, near the center, at least, yeah, and who is, like, treated well. <laughs> You know, I yeah, love but to I think that. we run into the same issue with like LGBTQ with like, um, you know, we watched that movie Seven Year Plan or whatever. Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah, but that's like also it's like we there's not a lot of like LGBT like rom coms mm-hmm. that are well written and good and interesting. That's and true. the whole like purpose of it isn't like gay suffering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. You know, like, I think we're still at a point where, like, all the Academy Award Oscar bait movies are, are like, going gay suffering. suffering. <laughs> Just like, As, yeah. Like, Theory You're of Everything. Wrong. No, not Theory of Everything. Sorry. What's the one with Benedict Cumberbatch that came out the same year as Theory of Everything? Um, imitation Game? <laughs> yes. It was the Imitation oh, really? Game. Yeah. Imitation Game. Because he's. Look at me. No in movies. He's gay and he gets. Um, Is he gay in that? Yeah, Alan Turing's gay, and then Literally he didn't gets remember that part of the plot. chemically castrated at the end. What? Yeah, and like so, like Hang it's literally second. gay I, suffering. I watched this movie like in class, the Imitation Game. Yeah, I watched it. For you don't remember class. that? No. What is wrong with me? That's a huge plot point of that movie. I just remember that he succeeded. He like kills himself at the end. Wow! Don't Can you remember not watch that. the last like forty five no, minutes of I this movie? I watched the whole thing. I literally just don't remember. Oh yeah, that's God. a huge point. See, why don't I see? I don't. I remember like like very specific little things, but like not broad plot points. Yeah, that was major. Wow, I remember the positive parts of that movie. Maybe I just block out all the I negative mean, he, things. He, you know, he destroy, you know, beat the Nazis single handedly or whatever. That's great, but that's then what I remember. England was chemically castrated him because he like had sex with a man at a like a bar i literally don't remember that i have no memory also he was like in love with his childhood best friend and the like childhood best friend accidentally died over their holiday break and it was his only friend and like that like shaped him as a human do you not remember that it was a huge plot point that he was gay remember that someone died that was like his childhood best yeah, friend. Yeah, I think I rem- like I'm kind of remembering it now that you've brought it up. Like mm-hmm. remember them kind of going to like a a dance or a bar or something, and there were like girls and there were boys. <laughs> yeah, it's not very specific. It's not. But like we watched that in. I, I'm pretty sure. Shout out to Neen's class, not the one we were both in, but d- digital media and culture. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we watched it in that class. I'm shocked you don't remember that. Me too. But anyways, Oscar bait movies are all just like gay suffering. Carol, gay suffering. Carol. Yeah, actually, I don't remember a lot of the negative stuff from that either, but I know that there was a lot of it. It was so But I, re- I saw that sad. in theaters too. I love Carol. So good. I really liked it when I watched it, but I don't remember what happened. I watch that every Christmas because I love to suffer emotionally. Mm. Every once in a while, I love a good cry. That's like every Christmas, I feel like I watch, um, oh fuck, what is it called? 
Oh, mittens for the children. No, no, I've never heard of that. <laughs> oh, it's like a Hallmark movie. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like some really sad movie that I just yeah. never seen and like, like Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, I've actually never seen Schindler's List. Really? Yeah, this it's is long as fuck. I've heard. I can't believe you were basically a film student and you haven't seen these movies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was technically media studies. So That's you know. true. You played video games. I did. <laughs> Look, I got really good at them. That's by that, cool. I mean I actually didn't. Yeah. I tried really hard, though. It always seemed but like got... you were good at video games in our class. Thank you. Because didn't you write your whole, like, last... I, I did. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she's really good at video games, probably. On war, it was World War Two in video games. It was, I'm... like, the representation of World War Two in video games. And Tanine let me a bunch of, like, her... Uh, games consoles and games and stuff and so, so i would like play them on this like tiny little tv and i kept failing it was i, I got ended up getting like way too stressed mm-hmm. to like continue playing them i was like why do people do this i'm so stressed out because <laughs> i was like the pressure is too real anyway back yeah. to whatever we were talking about yeah um 50 first dates yeah <laughs> <laughs> way different conversation I than know. 50 first dates sean astin's in it we've talked about that rob schneider yes. plays a hawaiian man sean astin only in wears a very mes- tone deaf way sean yes sean astin only wears mesh shirts in this but don't and you love that rob schneider plays a very confusing hawaiian man yeah like i said but that was also like the point in snl where anyone was poly like if you were kind of ethnic looking you would play anyone that's kind of still happening on SNL. yeah because fred armison was playing or not fred armison uh who's the, fred, wait, fred armison still plays he plays ethnically ambiguous people all he the plays, time he, he did like barack play. obama for like a year oh on snl do you remember that? that yeah and like on it was um, like in 2006 uh, or something yeah on 30 rock he played like like an iranian man yeah yeah like i was like what is like and then he's actually like hispanic he's like puerto rican or something i don't know yeah no he's he's like so many different things i'm like i ain't got no clue no he's like said that before in an interview i think he's like um latin american anyways like yeah that's what i'm saying it's like snl snyder was very confusing because it sounded like he was like maybe hispanic like based on the accent he was using in mm-hmm. this movie and it was just really a lot to yeah. digest really you know snl should hire a filipino person <laughs> cough cough so they can be a multi-ethnic very ethnically ambiguous cast member yeah i support that yeah am i asian what kind of asian who knows no one will know no one will know snl <laughs> Except for the fact that you say i'm filipina every five time. minutes <laughs> listen my family's from the philippines i love that about you <laughs> thanks i tell people that all the time <laughs> have you met my friend she's filipino have you met my friend sarah she's filipina and she's incredible <laughs> incredible i might cut that out i don't know it might have been racist i'm not sure it just kind of came out with a i loved it you were Man. just saying it with your most sass that's true yeah mm. um god i really do enjoy this movie though i think there's so many good jokes um I disagree um what I, okay, what I was trying to talk about earlier was my biggest problem with this was the whole Alexa character mm. and then all the trans jokes, which is yeah. how we got onto all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, there were a lot of weird trans jokes, which mm-hmm. just, like, aren't jokes. Not cool. Yeah. But in 2004, probably would have landed. Still not an excuse. No. Let's not do it in the future, folks. Um, now, the Alexa storyline, she was, like, his assistant 
at the zoo yeah he worked at like an aquarium aquarium um and she like identified as a woman Mm -hmm. and he like frequently would like call her a man be like oh i'm not into dudes yeah like say that to her and like she also got like weirdly shat on all the time yes and was also foreign she was like some sort of like like, german or german or like eastern european Mm -hmm. um and was like treated like literal trash (coughs) yeah Bless you. And it was just very confusing. And then she got vomited all over by the walrus, uh, which I hated. Yeah. And then she was, like, happy and chill with it. She was like, this is why I joined the life aquarium. Of saving to marine save animals. To save the life of the sea animals. Like, it was very confusing. Yeah. I, I just, I hated that. And then eventually she got together with Sean Astin's character. Weird. Yeah. So Weird. But who had a lot of wet dreams because he was addicted to steroids. Yes. Also that. Which was also honestly hilarious. <laughs> was kind of funny that part. Yeah. Because wet dreams are funny. I mean, people on steroids are funny, but I'm saying that from personal experience of all the guys I knew in high school who did steroids. Drama. Yeah, yeah. They just sucked and they were hilarious. I was way too self-involved to notice anyone on steroids. <laughs> Uh, anyways, Anything Adam Sandler, else? Drew Barrymore. Um, eh, I really did enjoy this movie. I'm sorry you didn't. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I'll what just watch Coraline do? when I get home and soothe my soul. Yeah. Maybe I'll this, watch To All the Boys. I've watched that a lot recently. This movie is just like very nostalgic to me. I don't know, dear listeners. Fair enough. I feel like, I feel like other people like look at Adam Sandler and think fondly of him too. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Just not me. Yeah, exactly. You but just didn't okay. grow up with him. Exactly. Yeah. Now, here's a question for the listeners. Do you guys have any suggestions? Do you guys have any movies that you really want us to cover? Yeah, because I love Fifty First Days. I watch that shit all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, I want to know what you guys want to see. Yeah. Want to hear? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Why not? You want to hear some fun facts about this movie? Yes. Let me pull them up. I have them up. And then they went away. Okay, here. The neurological condition from which Lucy suffers Goldfield syndrome is entirely fictional. True oh. anterograde amnesia affects either short-term memory, which can last minutes or seconds, or immediate long-term memory, which can last days or weeks. Falling asleep has nothing to do with the condition, and sleep actually intensifies many chemical effects with which help memory. Chemical effects which help memory. Huh. Interesting. That's um, interesting. Oh, this is interesting. I'm sweating. In an early scene, a dentist and a woman in the dentist chair are talking with each other. The woman playing the dentist is Jackie Sandler, Adam Sandler's wife. And the woman in the chair is played by Linda Seagal, director Peter Seagal's wife, oh. who is a dentist in real life. Interesting. That's what I'm saying. Very interesting. Um... The diner where Lucy has her breakfast every morning, the Honolulu Bay, I think, Honolulu something like, something? yeah, Honolulu, Honolulu, yeah, Honolulu something, I don't know, um, it was originally a house that was remodeled for the movie, it is located on a macadamia nut farm on the eastern side of Oahu, well, that's the same house shit. was used in Tears of the Sun, 2003, and scenes from Jurassic Park, which were film- filmed in open fields nearby. That is fun. Yeah, I love that. Definition of a fun fact. Of the three movies Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore made together, this is the only one that was number one at the box office and made over $100 million. 
The Wedding Singer wasn't number one at the box office? No, The Wedding Singer actually is kind of more of a cult classic. Oh, who knew? Yeah, it did not make that much money. It had a lot of celebrity guests, though. But it didn't make as much money as, like, Adam Sandler at his, like, peak, which is, no, like, this the totally, 2000s. This totally makes sense that it did really well, because, like, this is the only Adam Sandler movie that I had really seen. Yeah. So that should tell you one thing. Ooh, this is interesting. Originally, the movie was titled 50 First Kisses, but Aww. changed to avoid confusion with Drew Barrymore's movie Never Been Kissed. Fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think Fifty First Dates is better as a title. Yeah, because my opinion matters. No, it does. Thank you. Uh oh, here this is fun because I love this product and I think a lot of people hate it. <laughs> there are several references to the Hormel meat product spam in the movie. <laughs> Have you ever eaten spam? Yeah, you I actually love spam. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an, like this is what I'm saying. It's like a Polynesian thing to eat spam, kind of often. Um. No, it's like a so after World War Two for island nations that like had U.S. affiliation, a lot of them were getting imports of spam just constantly because the U.S. were eating all our meats. Wow. Yep. Could all be vegetarians. Yeah. U.S. Stop but now I eat all spam. The meat. Do you still eat spam? Yeah, my family does. It's kind of like a thing that we just do. A lot of Filipinos do. What does it taste like? Like corned beef hash, kind of. I don't I've know. Never had that. Um, it tastes like I don't know because I like my mom like cuts it in slices and then like makes it really crispy. It's really cute. Um, so it's like kind of crispy on the outside and then like soft on the inside a little bit. Wow. And then you eat it with like an egg and some rice. <sighs> so good. Sounds kind of good. I love it. I love spam truly. <laughs> Anyways, I love that. According to Hormel, Hawaii leads the nation in per capita consumption of spam. Only 6.7 million cans are sold annually in Hawaii, which which equals 5.5 cans per year per Hawaiian. Wow. Side note, comedian Bill Ingvall said that the name spam stands for stuff posing as meat. Stuff posing as meat. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Eh, Whatever. Um... This movie was inspired by Harold Ramis's romantic comedy Groundhog Day. Well, yeah. I really don't think Groundhog Day is a romantic comedy. You know, people say that it is, but I really didn't get that. I thought it was a comedy underscore there's a romantic plotline. I didn't really think it was that funny. Interesting. I haven't seen it in that long, but I it's do been usually a while like since I've seen it. love Bill Murray movies. Yeah. But also, that's not really your kind of comedy either. It's not. I guess I'm very niche. Yeah, which is insane to me because it's like, did you like, did you like Ghostbusters? I never saw the original. You've never seen Ghostbusters? No. What? I know. Wow. I guess I didn't spend a lot of time watching movies growing up. I watched a lot of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And like, that was it. Yeah, I guess so. And like Star Wars. I've seen all those. Yeah, but everyone I think has seen like the action movies. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I I feel like this was such an, like... (gasps) Wow, I can't believe you haven't seen Ghostbusters. Have you seen Back to the Future? Yes. Okay. It was on ABC Family one time. I saw it. That ABC Family was really my channel. Yeah, it was. Harry Potter and, like, ABC Family. Yes. Those Harry Potter weekends, that was all I fucking did. Yeah. Like, I would have a friend come over. We would spend the entire weekend in my basement watching fucking Harry Potter movie marathon. I respect that. I respect that. It was so much fun. We used to cut out, like like snowflakes like little paper snowflakes and stuff it was great that's so cute i had an idyllic childhood 
Wow. Because I was, wasn't watching movies. Oh, there are really. things I want to talk about in this movie. Okay. Sorry. Let's talk about the music that they played in this movie. Oh, How could we even 311. forget? It is like three 311 songs, you guys. It's three too many. It's a lot of 311. It's so much 311. And No Doubt, which I love No Doubt. I did love the inclusion of a No Doubt song. You, love it. Um, would the you, Beach class, Boys would you classify No Doubt as ska? Yes. Maybe I do like ska. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. The hits not ska those were all like pop songs mm. all the you like deep cuts off of um what's that album i don't know don't speak and uh just want to speak rock steady is that what it's called yes that's the album i'm thinking of okay okay rock steady rock steady had a lot of ska songs on this they were a ska band what yes uh, yeah okay i mean i know i've heard that like no doubt classified as ska but it just seems weird. Oh, Tragic Kingdom is probably the more ska Maybe one. Maybe it's because I'm just thinking mostly of Gwen Stefani on her own. Because she was like definitely poppity pop Third wave ska or whatever. Second third wave ska. ska. <laughs> There's like waves of it or whatever. It's like feminism. Yes. It probably corresponds with the waves of feminism. Probably. I could only like. Where are you going with this? That was the stupidest thing I've ever said. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the waves of ska, the, the waves of ska really correlate with feminism. The waves of feminism. They could. God. Anyways, um, back to what so you were saying. So much three eleven, no doubt. Too much three eleven. And Just then the enough, end no ends with that song that's like so, uh, somewhere over the rainbow, but played with a ukulele. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's like the most romantic song of the early two thousands, in my opinion. Somewhere over the rainbow. Isn't that song really Played sad? Played with the ukulele? That's true. The ukulele is romantic. It is. Um, okay, what else do we have to talk about in this movie? I want to fall in love on an island. I definitely want to fall in love on an island. I've tried multiple times. I would love to get married to a Jew. Besides mm. the point, though. I just watched that episode of Sex in the City where Charlotte <laughs> becomes Jewish. <laughs> so love that. She gets fucking... baptized. I know. So funny. I love that. You know? I'll always remember. You gotta ask three times. <laughs> you're allowed to marry or become a Jew <laughs> not marry a Jew but <laughs> just become one mm. um yeah no I think I'm all tapped out okay I've gone through most of the things anything else no I like this movie final thoughts here we go let's wrap this shit up final thoughts I love this movie I enjoy this movie and I think other people could enjoy this movie as well is Christina one of the people who enjoys it no but that's still cool I love her I love you I love you too, Hodge. Use your dumb leg. He doesn't want to. I was trying to take a picture of you in this peak relaxation position. Um. Okay, yeah, my final thoughts. Didn't love this movie. Did like Drew Barrymore in this. She was not annoying. Yeah. She was peak. Um, Adam Sandler looked like Vinny from Jersey Shore. And the scenery was beautiful. And there was way too much 311. Those are my final thoughts. That's all I have to say. I love it. All love, right. Love it. Live it. Learn it. Well, let's wrap hey this guys, puppy up. thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in this week. Seriously, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you loved it. Uh, Please yeah. remember to like our stuff, rate us on iTunes. That really helps. And comment and subscribe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Follow us on Instagram at, at romcoms we've loved. Follow us on Twitter at to all the romcoms. And send us 
many emails because I haven't looked at it in a while. I'm sure and people are emailing us. Probably. Email us email your address. love notes. <laughs> Just addressed only to me. Yeah. You can uh, you can send me an admiration note that you like respect mm-hmm. me in my mind or something. Send us an email. Attention, Christina. Respect my uh, knowledge of Adam Sandler history. No big deal. Maybe send me some movie recommendations because obviously I've seen nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, this our has email been fun. Is, is romcoms we've loved at gmail.com. As always, our music is by Ian Boyd. And this podcast was produced by us, Sarastina yeah. Productions. Sarastina Productions, <laughs> relaxation hours. This podcast was brought to you by MailChimp. <laughs> this podcast, please, okay, if you'd like to sponsor us, please send us an email at, at romcomsweeveloved at gmail.com. This podcast was sponsored by your mom. Listen, we're worth it. <laughs> Tiva responds to me on Instagram a lot. This podcast was sponsored by Adam Sandler's Shrugs. <laughs> this podcast was sponsored by Adam Sandler's cargo shorts in this movie and his towel terry cloth t-shirts, which I hated. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, you guys. This was fun. Bye. See you next time. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Yay. And we're done.